<laughs> Welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv and I am quarantined. <laughs> uh, today is day six of not leaving my house except to go on a walk around the block with my dog. Don't worry, we avoided all people. We do that anyway because she's a little bit afraid of people. <laughs> um, hi, I had an entire iced coffee right before this and I have the jitters real bad. I took some CBD to kind of like counteract it and I can feel it's working a little bit, but also I'm like very jittery all inside. So that's, uh, that's really great. Wow. So my last couple episodes, we did not mention the virus really at all because, um, it was with my friend Katie while she was still here. Sad. She is currently in Ontario. Katie and I recorded a few episodes. I am so glad you guys are enjoying those episodes. Also, if you haven't started following the Instagram account, for this podcast, which is just at Life Chats with Liv B. Definitely follow it because I'm posting like just all stuff related to the podcast, like when there's a new episode up, um, just like some reviews from you guys and some of your messages and just like trying to create a little community around the podcast. Definitely follow that Instagram. Also, if you don't follow um, my other podcast, which is my Zero Waste podcast with my other friend, Katie, um, it is just called No Trash Talk. And then our Instagram is at No Trash Talk Podcast. So you guys can go follow that. We're almost at a thousand followers on that. So um, we're super excited that you guys are loving <laughs> that podcast. We didn't really know what to expect starting a zero waste podcast because there aren't really very many out there. And zero waste is still kind of like a, like a budding thing, although it is becoming more and more apparent that zero waste is going to be huge, especially during this pandemic, like the amount of things that I have realized that I was so prepared for this pandemic with, like things like um, not needing so many disposable items, um, knowing how to stretch my food really far, knowing how to even stretch my food scraps, just knowing what to do to not be so reliant on businesses and things like that. Um, so it's just become very apparent to me that zero waste is probably going to be something that is huge and talked about a lot more. So I think we kind of hit on the right time starting our podcast at the end of last year. So if you guys aren't following that, make sure you go follow that. And we also have our ebook, which normally sells for $25. Um, it's on sale for only $5 until Tuesday. So make sure you guys get your hands on that too. If you want like our recipes and all the tips for the stuff I just talked about. Like I said, it is just like so important now more than ever that we all kind of become a little bit less dependent on like the supply chain and companies and stores. Like people were freaking out and like buying out toilet paper because they were afraid of running out of it. And it's like, okay, if you know a single thing about zero waste, then you probably know that toilet paper is not even necessary. Like buying toilet paper is not even necessary, which is why I haven't bought a single new package of it and haven't freaked out when it sold out. So today, I'm just going to pull up my notes here. Today, I wanted to talk about positivity when everything sucks. <laughs> so um, this pandemic situation has really shown me how, um, I, I want to use the right word, detached and possibly 
tone deaf a lot of people are who have big platforms online. So the other day I went on my stories and I just talked about this a little bit and a lot of you like resonated with it and messaged me about it, which showed me that a lot of you were also thinking the same thing. So what I was basically saying is there are just a lot of people who have big platforms who like social media is their job or, you know, just different celebrities who are kind of talking about the like quarantine, isolation and pandemic um, in a way that I feel is really insensitive because there are a lot of people out there right now who are struggling a lot, not just health wise, but like financially people losing their jobs. My sister got laid off this week. Um, someone who's a family friend who we were dealing with to put air conditioning in our house just got laid off literally a day ago, which like is just crazy to me because we were just talking to him about, you know, like getting all this, like getting stuff put in. Um, so it's happening so fast and here in Nova Scotia, we don't even have that many cases yet, but people are taking it quite seriously here, I feel. And, um, just like it's, I mean, we're just already feeling the ripple effects as you guys probably know, if you live in places where, um, the virus has already hit. So I found that there's a lot of people who haven't been affected by it health wise. Like they haven't gotten the virus or they don't know anyone really who has the virus and they haven't really been affected by it financially because a lot of people who work online can't like, aren't necessarily going to lose their job. Like they might, you know, have delays and like lose out on some trips and stuff like that. And like I had a sponsored post that I was supposed to do that got postponed. Hopefully it's still going to happen. But for the most part, like I'm not going to lose my job because I am my own boss. So unless I fire myself, I'm not going to lose my job. And that's the case for a lot of people who are, who work online in the social media space. But a lot of them were saying things like, um, that like the, isolation or like the quarantine is like a blessing in disguise and it's a reset and it's like a a much needed break and it's a way to slow down and I just like I am in the same boat as them like I have the same job I am not afraid to lose my job I don't have the virus but I can see right through it how like tone deaf it is to say that because I'm sure the majority of the people who are reading that have to stay home and work from home who have kids who take care of someone who is like immunocompromised or elderly. There are so many people who can't pay their bills, who are afraid of losing their homes. And so I know that most people are not looking at this as like a a blessing in disguise and a much needed break. It's like, no, their life just got infinitely harder because of this. And you're going on Instagram saying like, oh, now's a good time to learn a new language or to like learn how to paint. And it's like, I mean, sure, if you want to, sure. But for the majority of the people, especially people who have kids, which is a lot of people, this is not a well-deserved or much needed break. Kind of ranted about that on my stories because I was just, I was just tired of seeing like that stupid post that goes something like this. It's like, And the people stayed home and the people, uh, some danced, some sang, they, you know, learned how to, how to be and do less and like blah, blah, blah. It's like this very artistically written kind of poem thing. And the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. But then I kept seeing it be reposted and every single person who was reposting it was someone who clearly doesn't understand the, the gravity of the situation. Like they clearly don't understand 
that this is not a good thing for most people. And most people can't really spin this in a positive light, especially if they are like a single mother who is not able to work right now or, or who has to keep working and find someone to look after their children. Like, I just don't think that it's just like, it's kind of like false positivity almost because it's not really the case for most people and it's not making most people feel better. And in a lot of cases, when I did see someone post that, a lot of the comments were like, this is just really insensitive and like, I'm like struggling so hard right now and reading this feels kind of like a slap in the face. But I think it just kind of is like almost rubbing it in people's faces who um, don't have the luxury to just like take some time off and like drink a glass of wine and paint. No, they have to like work online or like do classes online or like take care of their kids because their daycare closed. And it's just not, it's just not being sensitive to those people. And those people are the majority, not like the handful of influencers who are sad because Coachella got canceled. Well, that's kind of where my brain has been this week. I, I'm honestly just baffled at, at the posts that I'm seeing about this because I just, it really shows like who is kind of in touch and who's really out of touch with, you know, the reality that a lot of people experience. And you guys know, I am a hundred percent all for positivity. Like my thing is to look on the right side of things and really, you know, try my hardest, like my very hardest to find a good thing in every situation. I'm not saying that like, there's nothing good to be found in this. I'm not mad at all about people trying to spin this in a positive way, like at all. I'm not mad about that. I'm just, I think the words that you use and like the way you can talk about it um, needs to be a little bit different. So I wanted to talk about that because I think there are so many ways to um, be positive in a situation like this without kind of taking the root of the people who I just talked about. And again, like there's nothing wrong with them. I don't hate them as people. If you even reposted that quote, like I'm not mad at the quote in general. I'm just kind of mad that there's so many people who really aren't taking this seriously or aren't, I guess, aren't thinking about the people who are truly being really affected by this. So some things that I've been doing to stay positive during this time, because just like a lot of you, um, even though I work from home all the time, I just can't focus. Like I feel the weight of this situation so heavy every day. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is check the news. Um, I'm worrying about people that I know who have the virus or who suspect they have the virus. I'm worrying about people who have lost their jobs. I'm so like I do feel the weight of this situation so much, even though I always work from home and like being home all day isn't a huge change for me it does feel different and it feels like kind of trapped. And, you know, I live in a house. I don't even live in like a small apartment. So I know there's so many people out there who are feeling very confined and very trapped and very scared right now. So I wanted to just kind of share how I have been being positive and, you know, staying positive without just being like, oh, maybe this whole thing is a good thing. So I hope that makes sense. So one thing that <laughs> Greg and I have been doing is um, every afternoon we play Scrabble because I find when I wake up in the morning, it's like I check the news and I'm like, okay, you know, it's a new day. Like we're just going to get through this. I'm going to make some breakfast. I'm going to try and do some work. I'm going to maybe like put my hair in a bun and put on some lipstick and just like try and feel a little bit of normalcy. And I kind of like distract myself. But then by the time the afternoon rolls around, I feel 
very mentally drained and exhausted and kind of like the worry starts to creep back in. Um, and I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but I've always been a super morning person. So the mornings are always easy for me, but then by the afternoon, it's like just the weight of the situation starts to creep in. I have never been a board game person. I don't like games. I don't like video games. I don't even really like cards except in the summer, but we started playing Scrabble and we got a whole notebook just to dedicate to recording our Scrabble games and our scores and that is something that I have found myself starting to look forward to every day. And it's something that I feel like isn't a super big stretch. It's not like trying to force myself to be productive when I don't want to be or when I can't really focus. It is something that kind of like distracts my brain from <laughs> scrolling social media because let's be honest, we're all thinking about this all day. We're all scrolling social media all day. So playing Scrabble with Greg has been something that I've started looking forward to every day. And I also have started making myself a little like oat milk and Bailey's drink when we play. So kind of making this little like routine that we've started doing has really helped me, I guess, like structure my day. Obviously, if you're like working remotely or working from home um, and you, you know, still have like a nine to five work day, then maybe you can find a kind of routine thing to do in the evening. Maybe it's like coloring with your kids or when I was young we used to have drawing contests with our dad all the time um where you have like me my sister and my dad and then like two people would draw and one person would be the judge and you just like rotate little things like that um and kind of doing the same thing every day can establish some sort of routine and routine usually makes people feel comfortable so that's something that I found super helpful it doesn't really matter what time of the day it is as long as you have a little thing to look forward to um and also at the end of the day <laughs> Greg and I um have decided that we're just gonna start watching reality tv never watch reality tv before in my life so we started watching uh we started with love is blind and then we moved on to the circle which I loved both of those shows so much. Kind of hated Love is Blind because everyone irked me in a, in a different way, but The Circle was so good. Um, it was like so cheesy, but it was it was really good. And then the other one we started watching is Queer Eye and we are obsessed with it. It's so good. And so that's kind of like the evening thing before we go to bed. Instead of scrolling social media, we watch that show and it's so feel good and like gives you the warm fuzzies and kind of makes you want to cry every time you watch it, but in a happy way. So that's been really good too. And then something else that's been a little bit tough has been um, like cooking. Greg and I actually ate out quite a bit um, before this. And so like cooking three meals a day every day has just really showed us like how much money you can save on not eating out so much and has showed us like how really you can get really creative with the food you have to make new and exciting meals. And this has always kind of been something that I've done on YouTube. But, you know, when I used to get tired of cooking from, you know, cooking for my channel or cooking for myself, we would just go out to eat. Now that we can't do that, it is forcing us to really like take a good hard look at why we are so lazy with cooking sometimes and like how you can just motivate yourself in different ways to get excited to cook yourself some good food because it really showed me kind of I guess my weaknesses and like <laughs> I don't know just like where the weak sections are in my life like whenever I just feel the tiniest bit lazy it's like oh no problem I'll just go spend $30 on eating out but it's like now that I can't do that and I have to cook with what I have at home it is 
showing me that like, okay, with just a little bit of effort, like you don't have to spend so much money on eating out. And so kind of on that topic, I wanted to share like what my day looks like and how I've been structuring my day. Um, Like even though I always work from home, because like I said, it has been really different for me. And the first few days of this week were the hardest, but I feel like kind of like by the end of this week, I really started to get into a little bit of a groove. So I hope this is helpful for some of you who are home for like days or weeks on end um, to kind of just like structure your day so you don't just fall into a pit of despair on the couch and not really get up because <laughs> that's what I did for the first like three days of this week especially. So basically now I'll wake up, you know, whenever my dogs wake me up, <laughs> let them outside um, and just kind of like hang out with them for a little bit. Usually it's like pretty early at that point so I don't really do too much. I like check the news and stuff which isn't the best but like it's kind of unavoidable at this point. I just like can't not do it, you know. Um, and then I'll make myself a healthy breakfast, usually a smoothie. Um, and then I will make myself coffee and just like give myself a little chunk of time to have the coffee and not look at the news or not look at social media just to kind of like, (laughs) I don't know, like relax and give myself a break from that. Um, and just kind of like break the cycle of checking it because I'm sure you guys are the same, but like the more I'm on social media, the more I want to be on social media. And so saying like, okay, I'm not going to check my phone for like whatever this 10 minutes while I drink my coffee, um, just kind of like breaks that cycle. And then I'm able to go do something else. So like I said, I have kind of like one big work task for the day. So whether that's like recording this podcast or editing a video or uploading a video, something that takes, you know, a fairly big chunk of time, but something that's manageable to do in one day. Some days, if the task requires it, like being on camera, I will do my hair and makeup but some days this week I haven't done my hair and makeup and like I do agree that it makes you feel better and more productive when you kind of put yourself together and put on an outfit and stuff but some days you just want to stay in your pjs and that's okay and I think the whole point that I'm trying to make with this podcast episode is like just don't be too hard on yourself and like we're all just struggling to get through this so if there's some days that you just want to work in your pjs and that's fine who cares? Like we're in a freaking pandemic. I think we need to cut ourselves some slack. (laughs) So yeah, I'll do the work task and then I'll usually make lunch. And then after lunch, Greg and I will, it's usually around like 2 p.m. at that time, Greg and I will pour ourselves a drink. I've been having, like I said, a little oat milk and Bailey's thing. It's not like I don't get buzzed from it or anything, but it is just like a nice little relaxing thing we can do while we play Scrabble. And we kind of do that, I guess, like on our lunch break ish <laughs> um in the afternoon and so we'll do that and then after that I'll usually like do a bit more computer stuff um like answer emails or edit photos or at ed- you know do whatever I need to do edit a bit more and then um we'll cook some dinner and then after dinner we'll usually sit down and watch some some shows before we go to bed and yeah it's like it's different from it's, it's a lot more structured than what I normally do. And the reason why it's a lot more structured is because I feel like if I don't kind of push myself to keep doing different things throughout the day, it's easy to literally just sit in the same spot and just feel so stuck and start getting cabin fever. So something that I can say that has helped a lot is to have different areas of the house that you're going to do different things in and like move from the different areas throughout the day. So even if it's like even if you have a small apartment, you can do this. So 
for example, for me, I have my home office, which is also where my podcast setup is. So when I'm doing my work task, usually I'll be in the office. Um, and then where we play Scrabble is in the living room. So we have like that set up to be done there. The cooking happens in the kitchen. And then at night, we usually like lay and watch TV in our bedroom. So that honestly helps to kind of like keep us moving throughout the house and not just stay in the same spot. Even if you have a small apartment, you can just set up different corners of it to do your different activities in. And it really does help if you just like work from your bed or work from your couch and stay there all day. And then you like, you know, watch TV in your bed or watch TV in your couch after work. It's like just not moving, honestly, makes you kind of feel like you're sick if that makes sense like I mean this is it's weird and hard on all of us um even people who work from home are feeling very like it's very hard to you know go about your normal life so I just want to let you guys know that you're not alone if you're having a really hard time focusing or if you're just like struggling right now so many people are and I honestly think still, especially in North America, the worst is yet to come um, where I'm pretty sure like nine or 10 days behind Italy. So I think in the next week, things are going to change even more. Um, and yeah, it's a really uncertain and really difficult time. So I just hope that you guys are taking care of yourself, um, you know, doing some like self-care rituals, the same stuff that applies normally for like just little rituals that you can do to make yourself feel better apply now like you know give yourself a foot massage or light a candle or I don't know take five minutes to just like brush your hair and put a hair mask in or something those are the little things that don't take a lot of time even if you are looking after kids or you know working from home you can do those little things on like a 10 to 15 minute break in your day and they will help you feel a little bit more calm and centered like I said, I'm not on board with telling people that they should freaking use this time to like learn a new instrument. That seems a little bit ridiculous to me, unless you really don't have anything to do and you like have an instrument laying around. I don't think that's the case for most people, but like if that's you, please learn a new instrument. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, I think like if, you know, you do have extra free time, you should definitely fill it doing stuff that you want to do. But I don't think you should force yourself to feel like you should be productive. So, um, yeah, I hope that this was, I mean, this wasn't really as lighthearted as I wanted it to be, but I think I just wanted to get this all out here so that you guys know where I stand so that you guys know that I'm also struggling and I don't really feel that lighthearted right now. Um, I had an episode planned to talk about different beauty treatments and like my um, perspective on them, like um, like gel nails versus shellac and spray tans versus doing it yourself and like, you know, microblading versus whatever, whatever. And um, I do want to do that, but I just didn't really feel like talking about that lately not only because most salons in the world are like closed right now, but also because it just feels like that stuff just so doesn't matter to me right now. Um, so it kind of just, it didn't feel right talking about that. So I do want to do that episode and let me know on my Instagram if you guys do want me to do that, you know, for the next one, I can, but I just didn't really feel like the right time. I really wanted to get all of this off my chest and just show you where I am right now and, you know, spill the beans on what I've been doing in this isolation. Um, and I, I did want to be, 
you know, upbeat and positive and like give you guys something, (laughs) you know, like somewhat of a distraction from hearing about this. But I also just, I don't know, I'm kind of in the mindset where I can't stop thinking about it anyway. So my opinion on the fact that a lot of people are like, do a home workout, teach yourself how to cook, like read that book you've been wanting to. And it's like, okay, you can do that. First of all, if you have time, sure, please do that. If you want to, please do that. But don't feel pressure to do it if you like have kids and have to work because I feel like that's the situation that the majority of people in and are in. And it's kind of crazy that there's so many people who just like don't really acknowledge that. So, (laughs) um, yeah, this was a bit of a rant. I didn't mean to get kind of dark. It's not normally my thing. (laughs) If you guys listen to this podcast at all, then you would know that. But, um, yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to sign off now because I've been talking for a little while and like usual, my mouth is a little dry. Doing solo podcast episodes is a lot harder than you would think. And sometimes I just start going on tangents and I don't even remember what I said. So I hope that this was good. I hope that it kind of helped you guys. (laughs) If it's not what you were hoping for, I'm so sorry. Um, But I'm kind of in a weird headspace too. So we're all in this together. I'm here for you guys. If you need to message me on Instagram, I am around. I am available to chat. I hope you're all taking care and doing well. Try and stay positive, but you know, it's okay if you don't feel positive right now and it's okay if you're scared and it's okay if you're worried. We all are. And I'm sending you guys the very biggest virtual hug ever. I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.